bioidentical hormones, also known as hormone therapy. Am I a fan? No, not really. There's always a reason why. Why do you have low testosterone? Why low progesterone? Why low estrogen? Taking estrogen or testosterone or progesterone simply isn't just the answer. It's an easy fix though. I want you to come inside and listen in as I discuss the real underlying causes to low T with a gentleman who was on some extremely high doses of testosterone and it wasn't helping. There is a reason why. There's usually a reason why your body's not producing hormones either. Don't just take hormone therapy as a quick fix band-aid answer because that's what it is. Are they needed sometimes? Yes, especially when you don't have your ovaries or your uterus as a woman. But you can find the underlying cause. You can reboot your hormones so they can produce them on their own once again. And I want you to come and see what happens when you look at the labs from my perspective. As you've been listening in on these episodes, I've taught you how to do it so you have the power in your hands. What happens when you actually look for the why behind low T? Here's what I found on him. You might be shocked to see what's found on you. Let's get your body feeling great, feeling energized, and not just relying on bioidentical hormones for the rest of your life. Here we go. You're listening to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie, where I don't care if you have a diagnosis or you don't. Let's figure out the why, and this podcast is going to teach you how to do that using those normal labs, because numbers never lie. You're going to find answers, healing, and hope. Be sure to jump over, share this with your friends, write a review, and let's talk hormones. So we've done the, the testosterone route. It didn't help, especially when you were on crazy doses of it and it wasn't giving you any more energy. Did anybody ever talk to you about your labs beforehand or is this like the first go around? Well, they talked to me just in general and it was all focused on the testosterone and then the estrogen type. And that's kind of what it's been. And then it, then all of a sudden, then one time it come up, oh, wait, your thyroid's really off. We're going to get you on something. <laughs> I'm like, uh, well, okay, what does that mean? That's because it was, uh, he's a, uh, a male hormone therapy. So are you on anything for thyroid then? I am on that levothyroxine. Still, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you feel like that helps you or not? I think there's a difference. I'm not sure what I'm feeling with everything. I'm going for a massive allergy crap all the time. My sinuses and everything. I'm just, I lost some weight really watching my carbs and kind of like a keto diet type thing. And it really made a difference in how I felt in a lot of things. It had nothing to do with the testosterone. My wife thinks there's a difference there, but she didn't know when I was on my shots or not, really. Uh-huh. But but I'd lost like 10 or 15 pounds, but it kind of brought that back on. Like, I got to do something to bring it down. That's what when I felt the most. And the thyroid, I didn't know. Sometimes I'd be real sluggish, and other times I was fine and go, well, I think I'm okay. I, I didn't know. Yeah. You know? Okay. Well, it's all going to make sense in about 20 minutes. Okay. So let me show you my screen here. 
And I'll zoom in so you can see it better. You can see that? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. And I, like I said, I do have this all written down. I will send you this document in addition to the supplement calendar I created based off of this too. So what we did was we took all your labs that you sent over and punched them into this form. This form right here, the range on the left is taking that normal range that's here and condensed it and turned it into a functional range that's smaller. Make sense? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Your lab results are in the middle. So based off of three different numbers for that marker tells us that all three labs that we had had the glucose marker on it. So you're seeing three different labs. Does that make sense? Yeah. Then if it falls outside of the range, I have the comments off to the right. Oh, that's yeah. simple. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes it very easily re readable and understandable for both you and me. Yes, it is. So we're going to go through this and I'm going to talk to you about the pieces of the puzzle and don't worry about it. I did the hard work and made it all simple and easy. And I've walked you through a straight plan from step one to step four, really. It's a, it's a four-step process. So, okay. Okay. Stop me along the way if you have any questions. Okay. All right. So right off the bat, we see, I see some blood sugar imbalances, which means this is the underlying cause of hormone chaos. It doesn't matter what hormone chaos it is. It's just going to lead to hormone chaos when our blood sugar is just going like this a little bit throughout the day. If it drops low, below 85, that's when you're starting to feel like lightheaded, dizzy, whereas the elevated ones, you, you don't, you're not going to feel any different at that point. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. But we want to see the blood sugar go here throughout the day. Long-term blood sugar, though, looks really good. So as far as a like a diabetic standpoint, that's not going to be till 6.5 and you're a long ways from it. So okay. long-term blood sugar looks really good. Okay, then we get into the BUN numbers. Do you ever experience heartburn? I have a lot more recently than before, but I used to have, I mean, a long time ago, I had problems, ulcers and stuff, but it kind of went away. But yeah, kind of on and off. Do you ever take anything for it? Just over the counter and the roll eight or whatever when it's, you know. Okay. So what if we were to get rid of that? Get rid of the heartburn, the GERD, the acid reflux, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So what happens with the BUN is when this number is low, it tells me that we need some hydrochloric acid in the stomach. And the, the Western medicine thinking is that there's too much hydrochloric acid, when in reality, there's not enough. So part of the gut stuff will just be, let's get some more HCL in the stomach so your stomach can break down the food better and not have the acid reflux. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. This guy here, um, this one's usually elevated. I mean, you look like a like a strong, muscly man. So I'm not going to throw much at it because it's just slightly overboard, which tells me you've got some muscle in your body. So. Okay. Okay, then we're scrolling down. We got these markers. This sodium and potassium marker, they are markers for adrenal fatigue, and they look pretty good, so you're doing good there. Then we get down into some gut markers, and this is for both the total protein and the globulin markers that you see here, they're both for leaky gut. And so out of the one, two, three, four, five, six markers, we've got one, two, three, four. So four of the six markers are outside of that ideal range, telling me that leaky gut is a thing. It's not the only thing, but it is a thing. Have you ever heard of that thing before? I have, and I've kind of looked into it a little bit, but I, I'm not one... 
I can kind of self-medicate, but it's also everybody's telling you something. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to see everything as a whole and then make a good decision. <laughs> leaky gut. A lot of people like to say, well, I have this because I have leaky gut. And that's the case because you live in America. You live in 21st century America. <laughs> that's There's no ifs, ands, or buts. But what yeah. the thing is, it's just one piece of the puzzle. It's not the end-all, be-all. And so we're talking about the small and the large intestine, the lining of it, right? That The small and the large intestine the lining that's protecting your gut from your bloodstream is literally only one cell thick. So it's got one cell making the barrier. And what happens is because we live in 21st century America, there tends to be problems with the cells. And instead of the cells being tight, 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 now they might have some gaps between them. Hence the term leaky gut. Oh, okay. And what happens is that when we get stuff inside our GI tract, it should get absorbed and then eliminated if what's left over. But what's getting absorbed is now, and then not eliminated, is now going into the bloodstream, which then triggers the immune system because it's not supposed to be there. So it's a big part of the autoimmune component, but it's literally just a piece of the puzzle. So voila, you got a couple markers for it. There you go. Then we get down into the additional markers here. And AST and ALT are liver markers. Most people would say... There's not a problem with the liver, and I would agree because the liver is just one piece of the detox system. So we'll approach the entire system, but they are three out of the six are on the elevated side. That's pretty common. I I see these off a lot because, like I said, we live in 21st century America. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, here's your cholesterol panel. And whenever I see a cholesterol panel, I think two things specifically. One, thyroid. There's a correlation between cholesterol and your thyroid. So to fix the cholesterol panel, we got to heal your thyroid. Oh, that's interesting. I've never heard that before. Yeah. And I, I can't tell you the connection. I just know that that's what, that's what it is. And that's what yeah. I do. And that's how it works. Okay. So then the other factor is GI inflammation. So those are the two things. The biggest thing, if you have a bad cholesterol panel, think thyroid, and then think what's happening in my gut. And then last but not least, do I need to increase my intake of healthy fats? Things like avocados, coconut oil, avocado oil, right? All that stuff. Everything different than you currently do. <laughs> well, so many people tend to be more of the keto-like thing that they're like, "Yeah, I eat this and I eat that." Okay, good. So let's tackle the thyroid, and, I, and I'll tell you that the thyroid is your big culprit. So jumping down into your thyroid panel here, don't freak out. Okay. Ideally, I want to see the TSH to be between one point eight and three. Your TSH is three point eight seven, then twenty then 5.6. And I see this jumping pattern that's all over the place with Hashimoto's, with the autoimmune component. And I was told that a while back, I mean, it's been a couple, probably four years with someone kind of like what you do, a little different deal, but they told me that. I'm like, well, okay, what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. So all that means is that your immune system is under more duress. And your immune system is your gut. So if we can figure out, which I will tell you all that you need to do here based off of your labs, um, your immune system has been under duress for so long that your genetic code has said, okay, I'm going to go attack my thyroid because that's my culprit that my genes tell me to. So that's what it did. Now, in addition to the rest of the thyroid markers, we don't have any minus one marker for free T4. So really there's no way to officially say that unless you have these antibodies, this, these TG and TPO antibodies, they are the markers for Hashimoto's. But based off of this pattern, that's what I'm going to go after. Okay. 
And the way we're going to do that is we're going to fix the immune system, not the thyroid. So you can stay on the levothyroxine, but the levothyroxine is producing free T4 right here, which is what your thyroid produces. Well, I don't want to be on anything I don't need to be on, okay? okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm good with stopping it if you're saying I'm safe and you got a plan for me. Because I, yeah, well, I'm not into that. I'll <laughs> just tell you that levothyroxine is not doing you any good. Because what you're dealing with is not a thyroid problem. It's an immune system problem. It's just- I've heard that before, but with general doctors, it's an immune system. With more natural path, it's not. I mean, it's a thyroid problem. With more natural, it's not. It's something more. Yeah. And so it depends which way you go, what results you're going to get. And I haven't been, well, that's why I reached out to you. I haven't been successful, I don't think. Yeah. Well, you're about to be extremely successful because I have a very specific plan for you. And I'm going to about to like drum roll, please, because you're about to see the big. Well, does this all affect like my, it seems like my allergies, I call them allergies. I don't even know what the heck it is anymore. But it seems like it's always nonstop from morning to I get up and I'm just running to some days I'm, it's just as nonsense. Is this all part of that, do you think? Yeah. This is a big aspect to you have those good days and you have those days where you're just dragging. Yeah. Those good days are when, well, let me just show you. So we come down into here and we say, okay, usually there is a culprit, a trigger to the autoimmune, any autoimmune, whatever it is. And that trigger is typically what I can find as an infection. So if we scroll down into here, We've got multiple scenarios of confirmations in regards to autoimmune, okay? So what I'm looking at right here, this neutrophil component, these neutrophils, they fight bacteria. And when they're above 60%, we have a bacterial infection that's triggering or triggered the autoimmune component. But in your scenario, all of them are less. You have 47, 52, 45. So then I think, okay, bacterial infection is good. Then I look down to lymphocytes. Lymphocytes, I want to see around 30% or less. And all three of yours are above. Right. So your trigger for Hashimoto's and any autoimmune, but specifically Hashimoto's because it's the most common trigger for that, is a viral low-grade hidden infection. So this is when I have those good days. This virus that my body's fighting is pretty low. It's not really active much. Whereas those bad days where you're just dragging and not yourself, that's where it's floating more the higher number and it's more active. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you can take all the testosterone in the world, but until we get rid of this virus component, your body is not going to heal or thrive in any way until it's gone or made dormant, okay. I should say. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, when you look at these comparisons, this neutrophil compared to lymphocytes here, I want to see a 60-30, right? Which is a two to one ratio correct? Yeah. When it becomes 45 to 44 and 47 to 43, on two of those labs out of the three, we're seeing a one-to-one -one ratio, right? Yeah. That one-to-one -one ratio is telling me we've got autoimmune going on. So when you took this lab, this 45 to 44, you probably didn't feel very good. But when you took nope. 52 to 38, it was probably a better day than normal. And then you begged, it went back and was like, man, I'm not, something's not right. And it's 47 and 43. Does that make sense? Huh. Yeah, yeah. That's why I love the numbers. <laughs> so we have an autoimmune flare with a viral component. And then based off of this monocyte number, um, have you ever been diagnosed with Epstein-Barr virus or mono? 
Well, I mean, in my teenage years, mono, yeah, <laughs> whatever. But I did hear same thing, same time with Hashimoto's and Epstein Barr type thing. Nothing outside of that ever again. Okay, so the mono. Any anytime we see a history of Epstein Barr virus when it's actually positive, to get a positive test, you literally have to be so exhausted that as a teenager, you're falling asleep on the couch in the middle of class or or whatever. I like to say that you can't even walk up five stairs because that's how tired you yeah. are. That's how active it has to get to become a positive diagnosis. And for me to say this monocyte, when it gets up to 12, 13, 14%, that's where we're going to we're gonna get the positive EBV test, but where it's at eight and nine, I'm still fighting this virus, but it's not active enough to make me, you know, tired all the time on my bed kind of thing. All right. Make sense? Yep. Yeah. So we've just got multiple confirmations of, hey, your body's fighting this virus. You don't need testosterone or levothyroxine. We've got to get rid of the virus. So part of the autoimmune component here is we have to figure out what triggered it. Well, we did. What triggered it was the virus, right? Okay. After we've removed the trigger, we're going to make, we're going to add in some things that will calm down your immune system so it stops being going haywire. One of those big things that I love to do it with is vitamin D. Now, okay. if we go back up here, we didn't have a vitamin D status on you, but I would imagine based off of how many labs I've seen, the thousands of labs I've seen, it's more on the lower end of the range than it is on the higher end. So what, and you know what's funny? What's funny there is back when I went to I can't remember who it was, but with the naturopath, I was on like ten thousand, I think, of vitamin D. And this guy's like, "No, nah, I don't think you need that." If, you know where you're at. And I'm like, "Gosh, this is different, but okay." And I haven't been on my vitamin D for a long time, so you're that, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I could predict things. I could tell your story based off of the numbers. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So okay. 10,000 is a pretty good dosage of vitamin D. I'm going to make it even crazier. I'm going to go higher than that. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do it for a short time period and then back down. Okay. And now the reason why I do that is because vitamin D is so good at calming the immune system down. I'm going to jack that sucker up and then we're just going to back off. So I'll, okay. I have it all mapped out for you, but vitamin D, I'm a big fan of that. And you'll find that when we when we take your vitamin D from say it's at a 35 and we get it up to an 85, you feel a big difference in that rather than just 35 to 45 kind of thing. But you're still within cool. the quote normal range, right? Yeah. Okay, so we'll use the vitamin D and a couple other components. And then once we calm the immune system down, now we've got to rehab what the immune system is, and that's the gut. So usually a gut regimen is six months. I think we can condense yours into three. So we're, okay. we're rocking and rolling faster here. Now, before we jump into that, I want to remind, go back up here, because I always skip over this part. These guys right here that looks, it looks like B vitamin methylation. Yeah. What that means is that your body has a hard time using B vitamins efficiently. So huh. the, the edible form that we eat B vitamins in, it has to go through this process called methylation to go from an edible B vitamin to a usable B vitamin. So we just need to help oh. that process for you out a little bit because you've got a couple markers telling me that's an issue. And we'll do that within the first little support phase. And it should help the energy levels overall. Um, there's a reason okay. why B vitamins are infused in like basically everything under the sun now, but especially yeah. your energy drinks. Okay, 
Now, there's all the puzzle pieces. Here's what it looks like. So the steps to the autoimmune component is identify and remove the trigger. We found the trigger in the virus. Step number two, calm the immune system down with things like vitamin D. Then we got to rehab the gut because it is the immune system. So it looks like this as far as a treatment plan goes. Okay, I mapped it out originally in a 12-month treatment plan for you, but I think I finalized it and condensed it to a nine-month plan. So it look, basically looks like month one, remove the virus, support the immune system with things like vitamin D and, and mores for the B vitamin methylation, destroy the bad guys inside the gut, heal the leaky gut, replenish it with good guys. Then we got to balance the hormones. So increase your testosterone naturally, make sure everything's being produced correctly and make sure the blood sugar is good. And then last but not least, a detox done right. That's what it would look okay. like. Okay. All right. Sound like a plan? Yeah. Yep. Let me show you the details. Okay. All right. So here's what your supplement calendar looks like. So we've got month one, month two. You know, I, I did leave it as a 12-month plan. That being said, what are your... Do you have any like digestive symptoms? Like, what do you mean? Like, um, yeah. we talked a little bit about heartburn. My mind well, is drawing a blank. Well, when I eat, it's like, whoa. And then it's like, I, I better just eat once because I don't eliminate as easily or well as I want. So I feel like I'm not processing the food that I eat, right? So, like, yeah. Really not, Bowel movements. Then okay. Eat en- yeah. Then I don't eat enough. Yeah. And I'm just stopped, right? It's like, so I'm like, well, what's going on? And, you know, and then I, I go in this up and down range of eating and, and I'm sure that affects the sugar and everything else, right? So, yeah. So basically what you see here is the supplements. Why we're using what we're using. This Vivi is the antiviral. It's going to take that thing and make it dormant. Um, vitamin D, we're going to jack it up. We got the Morris for the B vitamin methylation and then the CVO to help the um, immune system as well. So okay. what it is you're taking, how much you're taking of it, and then below here, the why. Okay. Month two... May, we're looking into the gut destruction part. So by the end of the gut destruction part, May and June, I want to see regular daily bowel movements where you know your GI tract is working and you're eating pretty stabilizes stabilizes out too. Okay. Okay. So again, what it is when you're taking it and why you're taking it below. Month three, continue on. Month four, we're getting into the gut replenish and gut healing the leaky gut right there. And then this cream, it's called Super OxyCell. It's a cream that I like to have suggest people put over their thyroid. So literally you just take it and you put it over your thyroid tissue right there in your neck. And it, it's like a, a powerful antioxidant to protect your thyroid tissue. Okay. Then September, what's your sleep like? Are you able to fall asleep and stay asleep easily? I've kind of been a mess for the last little while. I used to be a heavy sleeper. And now I'm sometimes I can fall asleep quick and then I'm toss and turn all night. You know. Okay, well, we'll fix that. Unfortunately, okay. it's not till month six, but we're going to get rid of all the other stuff too. So but when you okay. do all of this, it's like I'm doing the work now, knowing that in the next 30, 40 years, I'm going to have all of that as, as my optimum health. And I'm not going to keep okay. going down the route and headed down, especially with that autoimmune component we nailed. Okay. Okay, so that's what it looks like in month seven. Month eight, we're getting into the hormones, or seven, I mean, getting into the hormones specifically. M plus is a great supplement to increase testosterone production naturally by giving your body the ingredients it needs. DHEA, you know, probably as the precursor to testosterone. And um, so what I like to do when I do hormones is when we have to balance out the blood sugar with the sinulin, we got to lower the stress levels with the cortisol and the GA. And then when we remove those underlying barriers, now we can increase the testosterone production better. 
And then this mineral right here, minerals are crucial for thyroid hormones. There you have it. Then we get into month eight, a little bit more. Month nine and month 10, 11, 12 would be the detox done right. Okay. How does that sound? Cool. Yeah, I'm game. And then, of course, you have to have lots of healthy fats in with your hormones because that's what produces them. I like to make it clean. Isn't that interesting? All of the details you can discover about what's really going on when you look at the labs, those numbers you already have. It goes a lot deeper than low testosterone. It goes a lot deeper than low progesterone. It goes a lot deeper than low estrogen. Let's figure out why. You and I can do this together. Come join us on Monday, May 3rd. We are beginning the six-week Free to Heal programs. There will be a couple different programs, so choose which one is the right one for you. To learn more and join, go to drkylieburton.com. All the information will be there. We begin May 3rd. Are you ready to start healing beyond the diagnosis?